Hi, everyone, and welcome back to MacTax. In part two of this episode, we're going to continue talking about educational tax benefits. Today, we will be diving into tax credits and deductions you can take on your tax return you're filing this year. This is the good stuff, everyone. This is the stuff that results in real money, real cash, real greenbacks you can get this year in your tax refunds. So let's get into it. The American Opportunity Tax Credit and lifetime learning credit or amazing credits you can claim to get money back on your taxes. These credits are filed on Form 8863, and you can only claim one per year per student. <clears throat> Let's start with the American Opportunity Tax Credit. This is by far the best one. The maximum credit is $2,500. Up to $1,000 of this credit is refundable. Referencing back to my earlier episode titled, How a Tax Return Works, remember we had seven steps we had to go through in filing a tax return. Step seven, the last step of the process, was where you could use payments and refundable credits to offset any amount of tax you have due. What this means is if you'd owe taxes of $1,500, let us say, you could use the American Opportunity Tax Credit to reduce the taxes you owe down to zero and you would be eligible to get up to $1,000 back in cash as a, as a refund on top of not having to pay any tax. Pretty sweet deal. Now, they don't just hand out this $2,500 credit. You have to meet certain criteria to qualify. You must have what's called qualified education expenses, which similar to part one of this episode includes tuition, student activity fees, books, supplies, and equipment essentially everything except for room and board. Also, this credit cannot be claimed on, also this credit cannot be claimed on qualified education expenses that have already already been paid by scholarships. If that was allowed, you would be double dipping and getting money for free twice and we all know that is too good to be true. Usually a college will issue to every student a form 1098T which is a form the college you attend generates in your name that summarizes all your qualified education expenses for that year. You would use this amount to calculate your credit. This is also helpful. This way you don't have to keep track of how much you paid and go digging through bills. They do this all for you. The American Opportunity Credit also has criteria you must meet in order to claim this credit. The student must be enrolled in one of their first four years of college. Sorry to all my fifth years out there. Student must be in a program seeking a degree. Therefore, you cannot claim this credit if you are taking a course because you want to or you want to better your skills or knowledge. You must be actively pursuing a path to a degree. You must take at least one half of the normal full-time workload for at least one academic period during the year. So basically, in English, you have to be half a part-time student for one semester. So that's normally six credits at most colleges. You can you also cannot be convicted of any felonies or drug or drug convictions to claim the American Opportunity Credit. Another stipulation is if you can be claimed as a dependent by someone else, normally your parents, then the taxpayer claiming you as their dependent is the only one who can claim this credit. The same is true for the lifetime learning credit as well, which we'll discuss next. Also, if you make over $90,000 and you're single or 180000 
If you're married, you are considered too rich and cannot claim this credit. The way the American Opportunity is credit is calculated is you can claim 100% of the first $2,000 you spend on college and 25, 25% of the next 2000 you spend on college. Together, that gets you the max credit of 2500 The way the refund portion of the credit is calculated is it's 40% of your credit can be refunded up to 1000 Therefore, if you have $4,000 of qualified education expenses, that gets you your 2500 maximum credit because 100% of the first 2000 and 25% of the next 2000 equals 2500 and then you would be able to get 40% of that 2500 which would equal your $1,000 refund. If you have only $2,000 of qualified education expenses, then you would only receive a credit of $2,000, and 40% of that $2,000 you'd be able to get refunded, which is $800, to the extent the credit exceeds your tax liability at the end of the year. Next comes the lifetime learning credit. This credit is not as powerful as the American Opportunity Credit because the Lifetime Learning Credit has a maximum credit of 2000 and none of this credit can be refundable. Meaning this 2000 can only be used to get the amount of tax you owe down to zero. Let's say you owed $1,000 in tax, for instance, and you had the full amount of 2000 from the Lifetime Learning Credit. You can only use $1,000 to get the, your tax liability down to zero and you don't get that extra thousand back in cash and you can't use it next year. That's it, you lose it, it's gone. Advantages of the lifetime learning credit is you do not have to be a degree-seeking student. Therefore, if you were attending college because you want to improve your skills or you're mandated to by your job, you can claim this credit. Unlike the American Opportunity Credit, this credit is not limited to your first four years of college. So it's in the name, you can use this credit any year you attend college after your first four years. This credit can be used by all my fifth years out there. In addition, unlike the American Opportunity Credit, you if you've been convicted of a felony or a drug conviction, you can still claim this credit. Why that's a criteria, I don't know. It's very random. The lifetime learning credit is calculated by taking 20% of your qualified education expenses that are reported on your form 1098T that I mentioned before with the maximum credit being $2,000. So a little bit different than the American Opportunity Credit, you will have to have $10,000 or more of qualified education expenses to claim the full 2,000. You are not allowed to claim this credit if your income exceeds 67,000 if you're single and 134,000 if you're married. So a little bit lower of a threshold for income for this credit. So that wraps up our education tax credits, but there's one more tax advantage left to discuss that can be very helpful to some of you listeners out there. There's a deduction allowed for reducing your income for student loan interest paid during the year. This amount is the actual interest you paid or a maximum of $2,500. This is an above the line deduction. So again, referencing back to my old episode on how a tax return works, this would be step two which means this deduction can be used whether you itemize or take the standard deduction. So for instance, if you made $50,000 during the year, you would then be able to lower the amount of income you have to pay tax on to 47,500. I hope you all 
found some way you can get some money back on your returns this year thanks to this video. Thank you all for listening. Follow us on Instagram at MacTax and email me at MacTaxCPA at gmail.com for any questions or comments you guys had while listening. I will see you in the next episode.